1: August the 14th, 2019. Hi, I'm Tom Campbell and this is your Cultaholic Daily News podcast. Happy birthday today to WWE champion Kofi Kingston. I'm hoping he's celebrating this morning with pancakes with birthday candles in. That would be wonderful. Latest from SmackDown last night coming up including possible resolution to the WWE's Who Done It? talk on that very soon. Kota Ibushi looking for a busy weekend at Wrestle Kingdom. We'll talk on that. And... I might have to take off my jacket for that one. Yeah. I'm sweating. If Stone Cold Steve Austin happens to be listening to the podcast this morning, Sasha Banks has a warning for you. And we'll get to that at the end. I do not see the damage that you have done to Rowan's reputation. To my reputation. Tell everybody, buddy. That you lied. Yeah. What you're going about this are wrong. Get up, it. You're
0: going about this Get up, buddy. Gosh.
1: You need to admit that you've lied. Do you understand? Gosh. You've done something wrong. You've hurt his reputation and my reputation. Admit that you lied, okay? Okay. No, tell me that you lied. I lied.
0: You lie! You lie! I, lie. <coughs> 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 I really
1: just hate
0: liars.
1: So last night on SmackDown, we learned that it wasn't Rowan and it wasn't Daniel Bryan that attacked Roman Reigns all those weeks ago. Of course, Buddy Murphy had said that it was, and he'd seen them do it. This led to Rowan attacking Buddy Murphy at SummerSlam, and this led to Roman Reigns versus Buddy Murphy last night on SmackDown. Competitive match by both, and I tell you what, No one takes a spear like Buddy Murphy. Ha ha. If you haven't seen it, find it. It'll be gift by this point, I imagine. So Buddy Murphy was approached in the locker room after the match he had with Roman Reigns. And he basically got a confession beaten out of him by Daniel Bryan and Rowan. And he admitted that he'd lied. And it wasn't Rowan and Daniel Bryan that attacked Roman Reigns. But who did? Well, Daniel Bryan says he has the answer. And he's going to reveal it on SmackDown next week. Also last night on SmackDown, Shane McMahon fined Kevin Owens $100,000 for attacking Elias at SummerSlam. And Kevin Owens was devastated by this. Normally, when a wrestler gets a fine, it's kind of just waved off. But Kevin Owens genuinely was upset that, you know, he's been hit in the pocket by Shane McMahon. It was a tough night for Owens all round because as a result of Elias becoming the referee for his match against Samoa Joe, he lost... To Joe, in short order... Watch Elias' fastest pin ever, if you get a chance. And Randy Orton and The Revival defeated The New Day in the main event. And afterwards, Orton gave every member of The New Day their own personal RKO. The Toronto crowd were very pro-Orton in this bit of the end, chanting one more time every time he hit an RKO. And we've got a full rundown of what happened on SmackDown last night on our YouTube channel later today. Ross Tweddle brings us SmackDown WTF moments. And Mr. Pacitti is back in his classroom for SmackDown. On the subject of Roman Reigns, as if his loyalty was ever in doubt, he is locked in for a little bit longer with the WWE. He is rumored to have signed a new multi-year WWE contract this week. I mean, the guys on the cover of the video game He's in the number one box office movie at the moment in Hobbs and Shaw, and he's the epicenter of SmackDown's major storyline. So, of of course, they want to lock him down. Actually, Roman Reigns did say recently he's probably got another five years as a full-time WWE superstar, and then he wants to kind of wind it back a bit. So, barring anything disastrous happening, I think we can pretty much safely say that Roman Reigns is going to be a WWE guy for life. It's been revealed that John Moxley is gonna face Sean Spears on the second AEW live show, the one coming out of Boston. Massachusetts. Interesting battle of the ex-WWE guys who are now doing good in AEW. Actually, the first couple of shows are shaping up really well. So far announced for episode one, Cody Rhodes and Sammy Guevara. And we'll see the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega taking on Chris Jericho and two mystery partners. Plus, the first ever AEW Women's Champion will be crowned on the first episode and the following week as well as John Moxley and Sean Spears the AEW tag team tournament gets underway as the Young Bucks face private party keep your eyes on private parties they are going to be something special in AEW before long. We've also got a match announced for SmackDown's Fox debut in October. So as well as a whole litany of legends coming along for the ride. So like Mick Foley, Goldberg, Trish Stratus, Lita, Sting. Also Brock Lesnar now being locally advertised to be part of the show. But as well as all of those guests, we're also going to get Kofi Kingston defending the WWE Championship against Randy Orton and Dolph Ziggler in a triple threat match. More main matches being booked, and according to Dave Meltzer on Wrestling Observer Radio, the current plan for Clash of Champions is for Seth Rollins to defend the Universal Championship against Braun Strowman. Now, they gave a little bit of a tease with this last week when Braun handed Seth the belt after coming to his rescue at the end of the night. Are we going to see another flippy floppy heel face turn, face heel turn for Braun Strowman? Will both lads maybe be good guys going in? I don't know. We'll keep an eye on things to find out. (coughs) Lots of matches being made, but also lots of stuff being binned off. The following shows for later this month have been cancelled by the WWE. Uh, August 23rd in Bossier City, Louisiana. August 24th in Lafayetteville, Louisiana. August 25th in Mobile, Alabama. August 30th in Bangor, Maine. And August 31st in Portland, Maine. So this is like an entire raw house show circuits that's been completely cancelled. Very rare. In fact, this hasn't happened in a long time that a raw tour has been pulled this close to the beginning. It's been a tough old time for house shows slash live events lately. Numbers dwindling at the moment. Uh, Also, on that note, there are no more Monday Smackdown live events being advertised. Recently, house shows on the same day as Raw have really suffered from either a lack of talent or a general lack of interest. So that probably might be reason. So it's been reported that Rusev and Lana are on hiatus from the WWE, and it was suggested that they weren't sure what their next step was going to be. Rusev quote tweeted a news source that said this and responded with, oh, I know what my next step is. Start following Rusev on Twitter. You never know what's going to pop up. Some enigmatic goodness from Rusev and Lana this morning. WWE is reported to have signed Santana Garrett. This is according to the website Squared Circle Sirens. Uh, Formerly known as Britney, she was in Impact Wrestling. She's also a well-traveled performer, former NWA World Women's Champion, won multiple titles in Shine and in Wow as well. Now, we're expected to see a whole slew of new independent guys beginning with the WWE very soon. You know how they put out those big updates from the Performance Center. Who's been there recently? Uh, So Santana Garrett is amongst them. Could be more fun names, but congratulations to Santana Garrett. We'll see you in the WWE soon. And after winning the G1 Climax, Kota Ibushi was expected to immediately challenge Okada for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. However... In a press conference, he says he wants to do something slightly different. Now this year, Wrestle Kingdom is so big, they're putting it over two nights. And Ibushi not only wants to headline both nights of Wrestle Kingdom, But he wants to challenge for two championships. He wants to challenge for the Intercontinental Championship on the first night. And then he wants to challenge the IWGP Champion on the second. Ibushi could break all kinds of records come Wrestle Kingdom in January, winning the two biggest belts in New Japan on the same weekend. And finally, it was announced yesterday that Steve Austin is going to be the latest guest on Hot Ones. Have you not seen Hot Ones? It's a YouTube, it's a YouTube interview series where the guests are interviewed whilst eating incredibly hot chicken. <laughs> it's quite compelling because then they're asking these important life questions, but the guests are still trying to put out the fire in their mouths. Uh, now, Stone Cold Steve Austin isn't the first wrestler to be on Hot Ones. Sasha Banks was on it only last year, and this is Sasha Banks taking on the source named Da Bomb, which, which is 135,000 Scovilles.
0: This is the one that makes me nervous. Da Bomb.
1: Yes, this yeah. is, uh, It stifled many a uh, hot one's guest.
0: Okay, you ready for it? I am. Okay, let's wrap. <laughs> this one smells deadly. Mm-hmm my yeah. Mm-hmm. That one's deadly. Mm-hmm. Woo! One more bite for good measures. Wow. I might have to take off my jacket for that one. Yeah. I'm sweating. Me wow. too. Oh my goodness.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going there. <laughs>
0: little, little look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. These next questions are going to be really hard, but I'm in it. So I'm fascinated
1: by the Japan wrestling circuit. When yeah. we had Chris Jericho on the show, he had great stories about wrestling in Japan. Yeah. And then I know that you grew up watching All Japan Women's Pro Wrestling. Does it still have a special place in your heart? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> oh, I'm sweating. Mm-hmm. That was so hot. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love all types of wrestling, but Japanese wrestling was my favorite. I still watch it to this day. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Steve Austin's episode is set to air on YouTube this coming Thursday. I'm excited to see it. That'll do it for your Cultaholic Daily News podcast for today. WTF moments from SmackDown and SmackDown graded will be on our YouTube channel later on today. Also, if you haven't seen it yet, you can watch mine and Ross's reactions from SummerSlam, the night I lost the Cultaholic Heavyweight Championship. But hey... Let's let's move on, shall we? Uh, On the podcast stream today, the latest episode of Desert Island Graps. Uh, My guest this week is Chikara and Beyond Wrestling star Solo Darling. And Solo Darling has quite a bit she'd like to say to Seth Rollins on the subject of intergender wrestling.
0: Growing up, I beat up the boys in school because they would make fun of my friends. They would call my friends fat or ugly, and they were guys too. And just because in other sports and Olympics, right, there's like a women's side and there's a men's side, that doesn't mean anything other than that is the way that things have been done. Just because that's the way that things have been done means that we should continue to do them that way. I want to sincerely thank Chikara and beyond and the promotions that have seen that and taken to that and wanted to interject a new way to be. I wrestle as me. I get in the ring and I want to wrestle the person at their best them the person that they are not their gender you'll hear more of that
1: on the podcast later on today thank you so much for downloading if you could leave us a rating on apple podcasts it means that more people could enjoy what you and i chat about on a morning i will speak to you tomorrow don't forget to join us i love you bye